0: So I have had to conserve a lot of energy today, Um, but I life just gets busier and busier and busier, doesn't it? Um, And we're talking about how to have that difficult conversation when it comes to talking to your parents, your mother, your father, when it comes to talking to your kids, when it comes to talking to your friends, and when it comes to talking to your spouse, anybody that you need to have a difficult conversation with. Um, I want to talk about as I um, enjoy this coconut juice, um, natural, this coconut juice. It is very natural. There's like hardly any sugar in this um, and it is really good. Um, one of the things, actually, if you're feeling a little bit tired... Um, or anything, is that you can, and I did this today, and it worked really well. um, As uh, I was actually having a conversation, a really nice conversation, Um, I had made coffee. um, And this helps you to give some of your energy to someone else that you want to give your energy to. And it's a very spiritual practice, but the way that i did it it's something coffee making is a real art and i love the coffee pot i love the steam i love the um the overall like feeling of the heat coming off of the pot and just um the smell and the taste of coffee right and black coffee no sugar no nothing just black um and what i found is that you can measure specifically coffee scoops for um and this works with tea as well and i'll explain um, each thing because this is how to manage your energy levels we're starting out with because energy is very important to manage when interacting so with a coffee i had already had quite a bit of good coffee this morning but i wanted to just add a little bit more to my energy for the benefit of the other person and any other people that were involved in the conversation And I'll definitely do an episode on that conversation with, uh, Link and all, uh, one of these days when I'm a little bit less, um, uh, preoccupied with all of this because there's a lot of thought that goes into it. But anyway, so you can measure your coffee, um, by just like putting a little bit at a time in the, um. In your coffee filter, I use a permanent, like, $7 filter. You buy once, you never have to buy again. You clean. Works really, really well. I can feel, you know, make sure it's clean. A lot of people say that, um, and I recommend as you clean, close your eyes. I know it's going to sound scary, but, like, close your eyes and meditate as you clean because this is going to help you to, um touch and feel what you're cleaning and then once you touch and feel what you're cleaning people say that we are thorough as blind people because we um, tend to feel things that people miss with their eyes like dishes and stuff and there are times I'll see dirty dishes um, that I rewash um, because when my daughter eats I want her to eat off of like the cleanest purest dishes that look shiny and clean but you have to like feel for things. So I'm always double checking. And now I've got her addicted to vegetables, which I'm happy my Bobby got her addicted to the vegetables to his credit. And then um, I was happy to reward her with a little dessert because it was Friday and all that kind of stuff yesterday. But um, you know, that was not as difficult of a conversation. Um, She's really starting to get in on her She's been always into the fruits, and she's finally starting to get in on her vegetables. But anyway, so to measure this coffee, you uh, really think about the mood you want to be in at at the time that you're making the coffee. And you think about the energy you want to deliver to your participants, to your interactive participants. Um, And um, you really just take a deep breath as you're making the coffee. Tea, same thing, however many tea bags you want to add for um that refreshing calm sense of energy, relaxation, whatever it is. Um, kind of a same effect it has when you can measure the mood and the energy and uh even milk. When I was having coconut milk earlier. Um again, really, really natural. And, um, I was drinking this coconut milk and I was measuring how much do I want to drink and how heavy do I want my stomach versus like how much do I actually, you know, want to drink and you can do, you know, water, same thing, refreshing water's great, but don't guzzle it after a heavy, heavy, heavy Thanksgiving meal. Just, just don't, just don't, don't do it. Um, uh, but water you need to drink all day most of the time, but okay. So we're, you know, managing energy your body, your health. Okay, we've gotten past that, so we got to get into the harder stuff now. Um, I've heard people talk about fiction and books um, in different perspectives, and some people think of it as escapism. I have had that. Um, you might think of television as escapism, television, some shows, um, even like Two and a Half Men, or uh, Everybody Loves Raymond, or Seinfeld or any of those, you know, those, those OG shows, right, can teach you a lot about life, a lot about, um, just the, the funny shit that happens in life every day, just the funniness that, um, can naturally happen in life and just the craziness even. And sometimes it can be over-exaggerated, but it kind of makes you laugh and go, yeah, life can feel that way sometimes, you know, um, And so, you know, a show like Everybody Loves Raymond really gets in on the in-laws and the family dynamics that go along with marriage um, and the importance of taking care of your kids. And it's a really good show that models and demonstrates um, a successful marriage that is, um, you know, it shows the hard times of marriage and life and even family that live in other lifestyles, like single family members, like the brother. And it shows, um, you know, all it's very open minded to all ranges of family life. But it shows overall the messages like, look, we're still a family. We argue like crazy every day. We yell at each other, we get our feelings hurt. <laughs> the arguments can be ridiculously uh crazy and mean and funny, like all families argue, but there are True. And so if you watch a show like that, you can actually learn a few things about conversations. Um, can't think of any episodes off the top of my head, but you can learn like actual how conversations are going to go or how you can, um, how what actually what you learn is what to avoid <laughs> with a show like that. You learn the, um, the arguments that can go along with you being too honest or even not honest enough. Um, But in all seriousness, guys, what really is going to help you have that conversation with your mom or have that conversation with your spouse um, or anyone um, in your family is to learn how your parents, how your um, siblings, anybody communicates, um, and you learn what their needs are. I know this has helped me get out of like a, you know, family argument that I may have had like this weekend. Um, I was able to learn. Um, I wasn't very nice to my sister-in-law who helps a lot and does a lot. Um, and I reacted to a situation. I overreacted. And I found um, a really helpful friend helped me with a need that she had been trying to figure out herself, and this friend had um, sent me a video with helpful hints to help at this, and so I was able to make up for my overreacting um, by um, talk, texting with her um, as she was at work and, and stuff, because writing, it seems like we communicate really well through writing, and then I was able to Send that based on what she's been struggling with, what she needs, that kind of thing. So, that's one way of maybe doing it as far as communicating effectively. Um, another, another way is to really, really um, think about what it is that you are upset about. What it is that you are upset about. Because sometimes this can be really difficult to understand. Like, wait, why did this hurt my feelings? Or, like, why am I upset about this? Um, Whatever it is. It could be completely like, well, because they shouldn't be treating me this way. Um, Especially when it comes to parents. um, And even friends. Because with friends it's a little bit different. And I'll get to that in a minute. um, To be completely honest. But... Excuse me. Um, When it comes to this stuff, um, it's uh, really crazy how all this works because. Make sure I'm recording here. It's crazy how all of this will play out as you go along in life and you learn all these things about practicing relationships. Um, Because. What tends to happen is that you get into a place, you find yourself into a place where you want your parents, you know, you have parents that are, you know, one of them may be around at your age. Um, At my age, one of them may be around. It doesn't really matter. One of them may be around more than the other one or however it works. But um, what I tend to say or what I tend to do is I think about the way they communicate and this is a really painful process with parents because you 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 want to communicate with them your way and I get this way where I want to communicate in a certain way in my way. And then I'm like, but that's not the way they communicate. Um and as we're children it should be the other way around. Like they should be in tune with how we communicate and they are. Um for the most part, hopefully. You know, some of us have had situations where they're not, but for the most part, they are. We're all going to make mistakes. And what happens, though, is the fact of when you become an adult, like, you got to learn. And this is something that I've really been struggling with what I'm learning. Is they are adults and they want to be happy and they want to um, do things and live life on their terms just as much as we might. Like, we might, you know, we move out when we're 18 Um, That's how we grew up anyway. Um, And it's like, okay, bye parents, I love you, but like, fuck this, I'm out. Um, You know, and then what ends up happening is that you become um, expectant, like, well, they're still my parent. I gotta, like, where are you? What are you doing? And they have a hard time because they want peace and happiness, but they want to communicate with you. It's just they don't know. Because they, they communicate naturally in their own way. And so they want to keep up with you and all that. Maybe they'd rather read what you have to say. It's not always about talking and yelling and interrupting and all that. So they might want to read what you have to say. You They might love your text updates. Even if you don't think they do. Like, I'm sorry if this is annoying. They might actually love your text updates. Uh, think of it like um, you're, you're giving your parents their own personal timeline. Um, like you would Facebook timeline where you would update, except it's a text thread with your parents, things like that. Um, as far as the saying things, this is hard because it, it, it's like you have to be around the person to know how to tell somebody how to talk to them. Like if I'm not around the person, it's a tough one. Because, um, it would depend on the type of personality that they have. So, maybe your parent, um, is a, one who cries a lot and they communicate by expressing their emotions. Um, what you want to do is always have that energy open. It's not easy to do when you're angry, um, but always have that energy open if they're in person, as much touchy-feely affection as possible. The hand on the shoulder, the hugging, the all that kind of stuff. If you're, um, if your parent is, um, I'll get to the kind of the other personality types in a second. If they, you know, it's not about personality types per se, it's just about how they express themselves. Um and this could really apply to anybody this part here, but um you can if it's a if it's a phone call, like if you can't, if it's virtual, you have to talk as slow as you can and deep breathe. And even try to help calm your parent down if you can, just even if you say like gently, like calm down and that kind of thing. Um, but don't do it out of anger. I've done that. I remember one time I'm like I yelled at a parent and I'm like you need to go meditate or have a drink. And oh boy, <laughs> you don't do that. That is not going to get anywhere. <laughs> um in an argument kind of way where you're angry, you got to sometimes walk away or call back later um at the point where if they're too hysterically emotional or too angry to where you cannot console them or comfort them um the other thing if they're more like angry um and saying certain things might trigger them or um they might feel a certain way about interruptions like they might feel like it might really trigger something some kind of trauma they may have had or some kind of um they might feel unheard in that way uh texting is probably better for some of the more serious stuff. Um when it comes to things that are happening in your life, and this is why it's like a private timeline for you and your parents. Um that's kind of how to how to go about with parents. Um this can apply to anybody. Um and uh I'll do episodes on those of us who are around but are not on this earth, I'll do episodes about that because I have um, helpful tools that will be in show notes of those episodes that I will definitely include in future. So look out for that, you know, stay tuned for that. If you would like some help with communicating with those of us who are not on this earth anymore because it is definitely possible um, through the Holy Spirit. So look out for that. Um, and... Talking about, us, uh, you know, I kind of went into siblings and kind of that example. So, let's talk about friends. Uh, friends um, are actually, especially those of your friends who you consider family. Who have been your friends for over decades or who who have been your friends for even a few years, even a year. Uh, Someone that you feel like you're getting really close to over like a period of months or whatever it is, right? Um, They might feel like family and and they are like they could be spiritual family. And honestly, what they really need is respect more than anything in this world. You have to respect them because they are choosing to be in your life. You can't choose... You know, you love your family, but like you can't choose, you know, if your family does something that you would say, hey, if you're my friend and you do that, I don't have to have you in my life. But like if you're, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you choose, they are choosing to have you in their life and you better, you know, if you respect that, you're showing gratitude and appreciation for that. So you have to respect your friends that they don't have to, even if they're like family, even if they've lived with you before or they're living with you right now and you're roommates roommate and you feel like, you know, I'm doing everything I can to help this person or they're helping me too much and I don't want it or just anything like that. Um, you have to really respect the space in their life that they have given you uh, because they do not have to have you in their life and you do not have to have them in your life like it is a conscious decision. Sometimes when it comes to... And like I said, I don't think we talk about friendships enough at all. um, Because sometimes we get into this like shopping mentality. Like I'm going to shop for the right friends. And then, you know, money back guaranteed. And it gets really petty. Um, And I've been there. Like I've been on the petty side of things. And it's not cool for the other person. It's definitely not cool for yourself. But what um, I've learned um, in all of this is that when it comes to people... That are choosing for you to be in their life or you're choosing to be in theirs. The treatment is communication. So how we treat each other is the way we communicate. It's not about like a certain way that you need to treat each other. Because it's not a specific like title in the relationship. Like it's not a role in the relationship. And I'll get to spouses by the end of this episode. Don't worry. Um, If you're kind of like I'm over the friends thing but you know, which some of us can be sometimes we just have a shitty time with friends and we got to learn to really work through it or whatever. Um and this can even include things like uh casual dating. It's kind of like an in-between at that point though. Um but it can kind of include that. Um you know, I've talked to many family members in person about dating. Um had many a conversation about it over this year, especially like this is a year where everybody around me is wanting to date, which is just awesome and incredible. But I worry about about them being my family and just like you're going to worry about people who are dating around you. And you're also going to worry about you're not going to want people to worry about you if you're trying to date. Right. So, you know, it goes both ways, vice versa. <laughs> anyway, so um, with this whole thing. Um, if a friend communicates the way that they communicate, there is no, you should communicate this way, my way, I should communicate your way. Now it's, um, there's gotta be a balance where it's both sides of it. And sometimes, um, it's easier to decide. Like I've decided with actually not just one friend, but even, um, a few friends that I've formed very cool rapports with and very good relationships with here on the podcast. Some of them, we do end up texting. And then some of them, um, WhatsApp kind of went out the window. Part of that is a technology issue. Um, And then I've just decided that honestly, in some ways, it's um, like if you have podcasting as your medium of communication, like your spiritual space, and your friends do too, and you're blessed to have that, like, if you're not blessed to have that, you know, come message my show, and you'll soon, you know, I, I, I love that, because, you know, I love this kind of thing, um, this is, like, my favorite social media ever, so, um, my favorite social network ever, I should say, um, more accurately, but, um, I love it, like, I've been doing this, I've been catching up and voice messaging into other shows and stuff, Um, a little bit more, um, because what I found is like, it's more authentic to the way we think, like a lot of us are solo podcasters and it's more authentic to the way we think we might have guests on sometimes on our podcasts, but it's more authentic to the way that we communicate. And then we can add some of those conversations, um, or even parts of the conversation, sides of the conversation as like content for our own shows. If we want to, if we don't want to do that, you, you know, you mark as private, I've done that before. Um, you know, kind of female talking and stuff. I've done that. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it's, uh, really cool how this works, um, with friends because it gives you a variety of ways that you may not have with your family to communicate, um, which is just really cool, actually. Like it, you might think like if you're having a bad time with friends, you might feel like it's like a form of, um, like you might really be overthinking your own story and they might not even have that story in their head like a form of just like not being a very good friend but like what is a good what is normal you know like what is any of it um if you've established that rapport with somebody now you can get somebody out of your life after about a year if uh if they've earned the exit right if they've earned that door like if they've really shown like unkindness towards you you can still love them and want what's best for them. But if they've just shown unkindness to you. Like you do have a right to get people out too. So I'm not advocating for like putting up with everything. Um, and you can forgive them and love them. But get them out and get them. Show them the, the door. And I've definitely done this. But when it when it gets to be over a year or two. It's kind of like okay. It's become a choice at that point. Like it's become a decision at that point. Um, I would say for, after four years to be honest with you like a year is kind of like okay we're in each other's we're getting to know each other and how we are and then like two years okay like we're in each other's lives we obviously kind of like each other and enjoy each other's company you know um and like there are things that we do to help each other three years it's like solid, consistent, I can count on you, you can count on me, and then four years, it's like, alright, like, obviously this has become a decision just based on action that we are in each other's lives now, and there's no turning back, and that's cool, um, if you can have that, and like I said, because, just like when you think about things like Gary V's 12 and a half book, that book talks about, I mean, it seems like a businessy book, but it really talks about relationships and what you do if somebody does something that would normally be unforgivable. When you've known somebody for decades, you're going to worry about why they stole from you. You're not going to um, ghost somebody or like permanently, you know, or you're not going to um, get to a state of like where you're um, where you're like. Just the first thing you do is, is call the cops and things like that. It kind of depends on, like, the whole entire situation, too, at that point, because safety is very important. But, I mean, you're going to, you know, say, like, hey, I can't trust you with this sort of thing um, now that you've explained this to this and this to me. Um, and things like that, like, what his example in his book, you know, because I like to use other people's examples because I'm only one person, right? Um, and he talks about this in his book, Twelve and a Half, um the emotional ingredients you need. Um which we all need for sure, but um, in business and in life. And um so with that being said, um, with this example of stealing, uh, it gets into um why they've done it and like all that kind of stuff. And I um yeah, you can uh it, it kind of depends on the situation with stealing. I just got a phone call um, for my mom, I have to, um, tell you though, I have ringtones for people, I've definitely got Crazy Train, I love that song, Ozzy Osbourne, um, I had Hotel California, because I like that one too, but, um, I, I like the version that my dad would play on the guitar, um, that one was cool, anyway, my mom, I have this calm, um, this calm, uh, windy, like, sort of ringtone it's really cool it's like a windy stormy beach it's really interesting uh but it's calm and uh, (laughs) now it's kind of fun um keeps things calm when you answer or like it reflects both people which is really cool and then like she can call and be extremely happy and excited um and and that that ringtone is like a reflection of that whole thing i think like tones that you get from people are really fun um, but anyway, so I've, I've got off on a, um, distraction there, but you see what I'm saying, right? When it comes to this sort of thing and you can, um, make getting back to what I was saying, you can decide after that period of time to be rid of someone like after four years or so, like you can decide, you know, I've really had enough. That's if you're making some major, major like life changes and you're kind of like, all right, and and sometimes that can be very necessary. Um, sometimes that can be like if it's extremely... Like if somebody is very damaging. Um, Gary Vee does, definitely does not advocate for that. He talks a lot about... I hope he writes a book on more on this. But he talks a lot about like the five people. Or the... Uh, spend less time with people. And I actually do think that like managing your time is important. In managing long-term friendships and things. That way you're not... Nobody's overdoing the other and, um, and that also has to do with communication. If it takes less time, like you can enjoy creating together on a podcast or um, privately within um, behind the scenes of a podcast, like that might be a funner way to communicate um, and less expectant and more of like a creative joy to communicate. Um, if you can communicate through Um, all these other things, right, Um, together blogging and whatnot, so that's kind of how it goes um, as far as I know about communicating, I'm no expert, this is really just experience um, and things that I've actually practiced and what's worked for me, Um, you can definitely let me know what's worked for you in a voice message, Um, I was wrong about something though and uh, I had to text Maria about it because I corrected her on this error and I'm like, I like admitting that I'm wrong. Um, because then it shows I'm learning. And it also shows that like, just the willingness to admit you're wrong sometimes, which is that, um, I was all advocating that you had to have, um, and if you've tried leaving me voice messages and you don't have an anger account, I apologize because I was advocating Oh, leave voice messages. You don't have to have an account. And what I didn't realize is yes, you do. So you'll have to have like a, if you don't want a podcast, you still have to have an anchor account. I guess they consider it like a social thing to do, but you can sign in with Apple, Google, Twitter, Facebook, email, um, all the things. And so it's easy and quick. If you want to create an account and you plan on sending, um, a voice message into this show or definitely any other show, especially ones that I've recommended, right? (laughs) So, that is it for this episode. I really do appreciate you being here. I'm going to get back to my phone call. um, Because I've needed to um, get back into some calls and stuff. So, I will talk to you guys in the next one. Take care of yourself. Um, Take care of each other. Take care of your life. And, uh... Let's stay connected. Just kidding, guys. We're not done. Don't run away yet unless you want to. Spouses. So, I want to get into, like, spouses and interests. Um, I've talked a lot about spouses, actually, more than I realized. But I want to get into this because with... The difference between, like, friends and spouses are that with spouses... It's kind of the reverse. So when I talked about friends, I said the way that we uh, communicate is the way we treat each other kind of thing. With spouses, it's the way we treat each other is the way we communicate. That's where it's very different um, because you're going to get into the place of really understanding the other person's needs. And it's it does come down to you have to, like, compromise so that you're giving each other each other's way. Um, and this has a lot to do with understanding and respecting and actually loving and embracing both sides of any interest. And so, for example, um, I spent a lot of time in... Um, Like kind of being interested in um, this kind of stuff that I talk about on this show. My husband spends a lot of time with wood shop and cooking and things that he's interested in. Um, What is, you know, he, he built a jewelry box that is just beautiful. Um, and so I'm not into woodshop. I wouldn't know the first thing about it, but, um, my daughter and I, um, obviously love it and we're, um, putting, you know, we were making stuff for it and, and showing him and stuff. The other thing that we do for each other, we will get each other in contact. And I've mentioned this before, and it's not something to to brag about or like any of that kind of thing. It's just more of like an idea um, this is why I love podcasting because if I was in a phone call with somebody, the whole, some of the stuff might totally be misread. Whereas you're listening to me, you're like consciously deciding to listen and there's no like, I'm not interrupting you when you're thinking and you're not interrupting me when I'm thinking. And so that's why I, I really prefer this kind of um, communication when it comes to talking about matters of the heart. So with a spouse thing, right, we get each other in contact with people that are good for each other. So, um, for example, my husband had seen how much I'm into yoga. And so he had really been encouraging about talking to our friend. Um, I had been a little bit on the shy side for a while with her. I don't really know why. Um, she never made me feel that way intentionally, but I just, my energy levels, I guess, and he had been really encouraging about getting us out there into different, um, community things, um, that she is aware of like yoga. And so he knows he's not as into yoga, but he knows that, that I am. Another thing that I, um, did was I know how much he loves woodshop. And so what I did was I took, um, we had been on zoom and all these zoom communities or zoom meetings um, through the American Council for the Blind, um, I'm looking forward to getting in touch next week, um, and seeing what's going on with, with everything, um, kind of getting back more into Zoom and stuff, but I, um, noticed there was, you know, I was looking at the schedule, there's a woodshop thing, and I sent that to him, and I said, you go have fun, like, I'll sit in here and hang out with Eve, and you go enjoy that. Um, and he, you know, loved it. And in this kind of work, I do get very forgetful sometimes where he's, he's helping out a lot. And so that's definitely, I was happy to find something that he really likes because he's not hugely into social all the time. Um, but he loves, you know, he, he's starting to really love how zoom connects you to activities. Um, and he was really wanting me to get into, cause he knows I'm into arts and crafts. I'm into the in-person side of arts and crafts and he really, but he wanted me to see that because I didn't grow up in a blind school. He wanted me to see like blind women, um, and men and whoever are doing arts and crafts really, really well. And I know how much you like that. Now let's say your husband's busy. Your wife is busy. Um, they're into their thing. They're working all the time, that kind of stuff. Um, what I've had to learn actually, because I get very engrossed in my, what I do here, um, in playing around, right? Like where I'm just kind of playing around with this stuff. And I feel like a big kid because I love doing this stuff as a kid. Um, I forget sometimes, um, to do this, but, um, asking things like, how was, uh, how was your day in this? How did you do in this? What was it like for you in this? Just asking as specific questions as possible. So that's kind of the rundown for spouses. Um, I definitely am always doing episodes on uh, relationships. But that's how we've been navigating our interests. Especially as we are doing more in-person stuff together. Um, And things like that, I've been a little bit, um, choosy about why we're going out, and my husband's just been, like, encouraging about why we're going out, um, and so, um, it's been really helpful and, and all that kind of stuff, and more like, let's take time and go do something together as a couple. Um, that kind of thing. And then, okay, let's take Eve. She really has been good. Let's go take her to do something, etc. So, um, I think parenting, when talking about parenting and the relationships with your children, I almost think that can be separate. And that deserves a separate respects and that deserves respect on its own because children go through a lot and they develop a lot and I think that almost they deserve their own episodes Um, because we were children once and we know how hard it is to be a child even though we love being children it's hard to listen to authority it's hard to you know do all these things but I think they deserve attention in their own episodes not like revealing attention or things that are harmful but you know I want to be clear on that but more about um how to communicate with children, they deserve their own episode with that. So that's it. Anyway, I really am out this time, but I did, um, get distracted by that call. And I wanted to come back with the spousal thing as promised within this same episode to make it easy for you to navigate. You can definitely skip through, uh, with podcast players. You can adjust which, whatever podcast player you're using, you can definitely learn to adjust. The uh, way that you navigate a podcast by skipping through um, the different parts that you're interested in within this stuff. And because of that, learn to play with your podcast player. Your ears will thank you for it as you're choosing the parts you want to listen to. Other than that, I really am out. Um, and uh, see you in the next one. And this time for real, take care of yourself, take care of your life, take care of each other. Let's stay connected. Um, if this is something that appeals to you and, um, I will talk to you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening in.